everyone. Welcome back to Paranormal. I'm your host, Marie Adaranti, and I am alone today because I am feeling under the weather and I didn't want to get anybody else sick, so you're just going to have to deal with me and my annoying voice tonight. Um, obviously, I'm going to start this off the same way I start everything off, by thanking people who have reached out to me on social media telling me that they love my podcast. <laughs> so uh, there's Ryan Gallion, and he sent me a tweet telling me that he loved my podcast and that he has a great story for it. So I said, DM me. And he said he gave me like a the okay hand, like emoji, but I'm still waiting for your story, Ryan. Jeez Louise. And uh, on Instagram, I got a message from a girl named Tuesday, and she told me she liked the podcast, and she has a really good story that we're going to read today. So that's pretty fun. Um, I also have a story from my friend Tamara. You might remember Tamara from episode one. She wasn't a guest, but I did read a story that she had sent me. Um, She sent me another really good one. She lived in a house that was haunted, so she has like a lot of good stories. Um, so I'm going to be telling hers too. Uh, if you hear meowing in the background, it is my cats or any weird little um, toys are my cats playing. Um, I have a rescue cat that I just brought in. Um, I'm fostering her, so she's my foster cat. And then my normal cat, Hank, who's mine. Um, and they just like playing together. So if you hear them in the background, don't think it's a ghost. But if there is something that sounds like it is a ghost, I'll let you know. All right, let's get into it. I don't even know what story I'm going to tell you guys today. Honestly, I'm kind of just winging this one. So um, I am actually going to start with, I think, Tuesday's story. Let's start with Tuesday's. So, so my cousin passed away my freshman year of high school. It was sudden and he was murdered in his house. We still don't know who actually killed him. I'm really sorry about that. Um, But after he passed away, my whole family thinks that he came back as a hummingbird. Uh, One morning, my mom was taking us to school, and my neighbor has a bush with purple flowers. And we saw a hummingbird uh, buzzing around the bush, pretty much. And my mother took a picture of it and picture of it and in the picture there's like an apparition if that's what it's called (laughs) yes that's what it's called it uh it looks exactly like my cousin you could totally see wings and his jawline his features all of that stuff in the picture if I still had the picture I would totally take a picture of it and send it to you but it's on my mom's really old phone and I'm not sure if she ever printed it but I'll ask her later It's really comforting to know when my brother and I are going through stuff, it never fails that a hummingbird always pops up. I did go to a medium one time and asked questions just to see what she would say. Uh, Unfortunately, I didn't buy anything she said. I really do want to find one in Arizona because she's from Arizona. Uh, That's real because I feel like I need answers due to the way he passed. I can definitely understand that. That's pretty cool. Um, At first, I was just kind of like, Oh, okay. Oh, I forgot. There's a little bit to the end. We kept talking. And then um, she told me another story. I can save that for a later episode. But then, sorry, at the end she wrote, Sophia, my daughter, sometimes has dreams about my cousin Richard. Like one morning she woke up and she asked me, Mommy, did one of my cousins die? And I told her yes. And then she describes him. 
and she describes him as hummy, which is what we call hummingbirds when we see them. So that's pretty cool. At first, sorry, so at first I was like, okay, like you saw a hummingbird around a bush with flowers on it, like that's normal. But um, the fact that he was in the photograph speaks volumes and the fact that your daughter sees him in her dreams and describes what he looks like and calls him hummy, that's pretty cool too. Um, let's see, what should we read next? I think the next one we should do is Tamara. So Tamara wrote, I know it's spooky, but spooky things are out there. <laughs> Tamara. Fun fact, I'm related to the Bouvier witches in our family tree book, which my aunt has. They actually talk about that, and the cause of death was burned to the stake. Pretty cray. <laughs> it's probably why I'm so intuitive and spooky things swallow me. Probably, Tamara. <laughs> I mean, you got witch blood, girl. I joke around that I'm forever haunted because on Snapchat, I'm always picking up extra faces. Oh my God. I forgot about that. That's that creeps me out. Like I don't have Snapchat, but um whenever I see those pictures of like just a blank room and then the filters will be on just like a part of the wall where there's clearly no person and ooh, it makes it look like there's like a face there. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I actually have a picture of a ghost or my sister and I believe it. Like I said, I'm forever haunted. So usually the places I live in become active. This was one time before Aubrey. So that's before her daughter was born. Max, her boyfriend, was away in Ontario and I was home and my sister lived with us too. We were there with her ex-boyfriend who has been a family friend for a while. Anyway, my cat kept running up and down the stairs and then climbing on the Christmas tree. He was a kitten so my sister said she was going to be the Grinch and pick the whole tree up and put it in the spare room. So she looked so funny going up the stairs. I took a picture of her. And then she sent me the photo. And she said, it's hard to see because I'm taking a photo of a photo. But when you look, you can see a face looking back at you clearly in the mirror. And my sister isn't looking that way. Her boyfriend and us all started to cry all at once and got really freaked out and the whole night we slept in my bed. Her ex is a really big guy who doesn't like to cry, so it was so crazy that we all started crying at the same time. So then she sent me the photograph and uh, if you guys want to see it, I can post it on Twitter, but it's actually insane. Um, her sister is looking at the camera and the mirror is behind her and you can literally see to me it looks like a skull like it looks and she, Tamara had said that like bad things had happened in that house so when I look at the photograph to me it looks like a skull is looking back at you um and it's looking at the like it's looking it's look the face is staring at the camera and so is her sister, her sister's face. There's just no way for this reflection to have been her sister's face. Like they're both looking at the camera. So yeah, it's fucking creepy. Oh my God. It's either a skull. Like it looks like a skull or like a old man with glasses on who's like grumpy and has a 
whitish beard and like a slim chin. Yo, it might even be a man. Oh my God, that's so creepy. Anyways, that's Tamara's. Thanks, Tamara. You know I always love hearing your stories. Um, okay, and this one, I forgot about this one that I had um, saved to tell you guys. So I, um, when I had... I think I talked about it on the last episode where I had actually reached out to um, the My Favorite Murder community. It's my favorite podcast. And I had reached out to the My Favorite Murder community um, and had just asked them, like, if anyone has any cool, scary stories, I'm doing a podcast, yada, 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 whatever. Um, and, a, and a couple of people wrote back and I got this one after I recorded my last episode. So I got this message from Haley. This one is fucking scary. So Haley says, I have two stories uh, of ghosts and then in brackets or demon encounters from my childhood. The first one is my favorite to tell people at parties when I want to creep them out. I was a bratty youngest sibling with a sassy mouth and I got good at running away from my brother. Girl, I hear you. Same, except I wasn't the youngest, but all the rest of it, same. One day he was babysitting me when I was about 10 years old and he was 18. His room shared a wall with me or with mine. So when I ran away from him and ducked behind my open door, my back was to the wall of his empty room. I stood between the door and the wall, swinging my umbrella at him and trying to ward him off as he, was repeat, as he repeatedly yelled that I was a devil child. Suddenly he stopped yelling for a moment long enough for me to hear a deep, inhuman voice say, not the devil. Oh my God. Apparently even Satan didn't want me as his child. <laughs> Fuck. I could have easily blamed this on my brother. He had the voice not come from behind me, as in from within the wall. I screamed and ran out of my room where my brother was able to catch me and put me in a half Nelson. <laughs> I have three siblings, so I get it. Uh, my brother never admitted to being behind the devil voice, and I didn't tell him until weeks later when I was convinced he didn't know about it. He relished laughing at my fear so he wouldn't have missed a chance to humiliate me for believing that the devil was in the drywall. It actually creeped him out. Uh, a fair bit and my family members still occasionally say not the devil as if to say not today satan i have a pretty compelling ghostly love story which reminds me of karen's ghost hug so on the my favorite murder podcast karen is one of the hosts and she told a story about how a ghost hugged her in the middle of the night uh just for reference when i was about eight i was asleep uh, when i woke up to the feeling of a kiss on my cheek I thought it had been my mom checking on me, as she was prone to do, but when my eyes opened, I saw that that side of my face was too close to the wall, way too close for someone to lean over and kiss me. Not only that, but I shared a bunk bed with my sister, who wasn't home. The bottom of her bunk was too low for anyone stooping over me to be able uh, to maneuver and kiss that opposite cheek. And besides, why would they want to when my other cheek was exposed for kissing? I don't know. 
I don't know why they wouldn't want to. I asked my mom about it the next morning and she confirmed that she had not come in to check on me. So my natural conclusion is demon. A demon kissed me. (laughs) Obviously explains a lot about the course of my life. (laughs) Oh, Haley, I really enjoyed that one. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Oh, girl, what am I going to... What am I going to tell you guys about? I've got a lot of good ghost stories. I just don't know which one to tell. (sighs) Let me think about this. I mean, I can tell you about the last time I was, when I was with my friend Libby. Oh my gosh, my cat. Do you guys hear him? When Libby and Chrissy were on my podcast, we talked about visitation dreams. And I kind of want to save this one for another episode. I want to do a theme. So maybe I won't even tell you that. You know what? Let's run with the demon theme. Um, I wanted to tell this story when I had like an someone with me just to like get a reaction out of them because it's a really good one. But um, I've got two. I guess I've got two. So anyways, whatever. I'm rambling. Um, I had a friend who had an experience with what we believe was a, a demon um, or an evil evil spirit for sure. Um, and I'm going to save that story for another time. But she had reached out to um, a woman who I guess was a medium or a psychic or she either way had like really uh, close ties to the, to her spirituality and was able to communicate with, I guess she's a medium. She was able to communicate with spirits. So um, she had gone to her for help because she, she didn't know what to do. And this lady, you know, uh, helped her get rid of it. So she's good now. Um, but she also told her a story of what had happened to her. Um, so one time when she was in school still, uh, her friend started dating a guy who was like the hottest guy anybody had ever seen. Like everyone thought he was fucking gorgeous. And, um, she started dating him, uh, they all hung out. Everyone liked this guy. Like he was all right. And uh, one day when they were at school, uh, sh- the girl who this happened to noticed that there was a guy in her classroom staring at her. He wouldn't stop staring at her, and it was making her really uncomfortable. So, a few days of this going on, and finally this guy approaches her and says, "I got to tell you something." And uh, she basically told him man, stop staring at me. (laughs) Stop staring at me. I see you staring at me all the time and uh, it's making me uncomfortable. Just stop. And the guy told her, I need to tell you something. And after this, I swear you'll never see me again. Okay, fine. What do you need to tell me? So he tells her, something is going to happen soon. And I need you to remember these words. I need you to say the words, God and the devil are one in the same. You'll know when you need to say them. And I guess she asked him a lot of questions. He didn't really give her much else of an answer. And then he left. She never saw the guy again. Never showed up in their class again. Never saw him on this, like never, just never saw him again around campus, nothing. So flash forward to New Year's. Uh, Her friend is there with her hot boyfriend. And he's giving everyone palm readings. And he keeps bugging the girl that, uh, the, the, the medium, asking her if he could read her palm. And she kept telling him, she, kept, she got a weird feeling about it. She kept telling him no for some reason. 
She just didn't want him to touch her. So eventually she went into the kitchen to go, I don't know, get food. I don't know. And um, this guy followed her in and was like, can I read your palm now? So finally she was like, fine, you can read my palm. He grabbed her hand and she became paralyzed, paralyzed, and was just like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, She said that she had a strong intuition to unbutton the top button of this guy's shirt. And she mustered up all the strength that she could, reached her hand forward. None of the rest of her body would move, though. To unbutton the shirt, she just tapped the shirt and the button popped open. And he was wearing a necklace with an upside down cross. And she knew right away to say the words, God and the devil are one and the same. And she said it out loud. And she said his eyes started glowing red. And he got really mad. And then eventually just disappeared. So she came out of the kitchen and started talking to people about it. And everyone at the party didn't know who she was talking about, despite the fact that they had met him, saw him, spoke with him on numerous occasions, got their palms read by him that night. None of them remembered him, except one guy. And this one guy was the only other person at the party who did not get his palm read by her. So she believes that he somehow hypnotized these people into forgetting him. And she believes that he was the devil. And my friend uh, was visiting her hometown and was at a hockey game. And I believe she was with this woman because this woman lived in her dad's apartment building. So they were at a hockey game for like her brother or something. And the woman went with them because they were family friends. So the woman went with them and she saw the other guy from the party and they were talking about it. So my friend got to see firsthand like this, this woman wasn't making it up. This guy remembered everything that she remembered and confirmed. No one else at the party remembered him only the two that did not get their palms read by him. And that is my creepy story. That's about it, gals and gents. Um, I was thinking of ending these things with like one funny story that happened to me this week or with like something good that happened to me this week. I don't really have anything right now because I'm sick and so I'm just like bleh, not feeling it, but... I mean, something really cool is my best friend had a baby, so she had her little baby boy, so that's exciting, and um, yeah, that's about it. You guys can follow me on social media. I honestly fucking love when you guys reach out to me and tell me that you like my podcast because it makes me happy, and I like doing it. I have fun doing it. And when somebody tells you that they like something that you made, it obviously always makes you feel good. And I like your stories that you guys tell me and I want you to write me them. So follow me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. It's at Splendora underscore and DM me your cool stories. I love them. I want to hear them. 
at Splendora underscore. Also, if you haven't listened to the Boys Don't Like Funny Girls podcast, listen to the Boys Don't Like Funny Girls podcast. They're my good friends. They're so hilarious. I love them so much. You'll probably hear them on this podcast again. Uh, And that is about all for the day. Thanks so much for listening to my cool, spooky, scary podcast. Stay spooky, my friends.